Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Thought Bubbles. I am Tony. I'm Shannon. And uh, we're bringing you another old school. Well, I, I shouldn't say old school, actually. I say, like, why kind of, say old school? I know, that's kind of mean. I'm like, I already kind of like hurt my own self when I <laughs> we just turned 20 years old uh, oh. yesterday. <laughs> Dang. I know. So happy 20th birthday to Walt Disney Pictures, the Lizzie McGuire movie, which is an iconic movie in its own right. Yes, it is. It's um, fantastic. <laughs> yes, it is. I actually do really like this movie. I had a lot of fun rewatching it. Yeah. So I was I was very surprised. I was like, oh my God, please, please hold up. Please hold right? up. Please <laughs> um but for those of you who don't know what the Lizzie McGuire movie is, which first of all, shame on you. Right? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> shame on you. Um, and you're also uh, too young for us because uh, it was based on a TV show on Disney Channel. And the TV show was of the same name. And it was about a 13-year-old girl just living her best life, just trying to navigate middle school. And... I loved the show. Oh, same. Also, uh, why did I like lapse on the fact that it was a middle school? I thought this entire time it was a high school. <laughs> like, did I just like hide that fact away? Because whenever I was watching the movie and they're like middle school graduation, I'm like, excuse me, wait, what? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was a little taken aback too because I thought by the movie, I thought she was like in high school yeah same and i thought this was just like a like a school trip or something and i like a a graduation trip for seniors or whatever yeah yeah like i completely forgot about the graduation aspect though (laughs) so i was like oh "Oh my god and when they said yeah entering high school and i was like huh (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i was like come again Come again, hold on. <laughs> movie is um, was released on May 9, 2003. So if you guys didn't get the gist, it is 20 years old. It has a very crazy, iconic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, God, what else was I going to say? Um, I was going to make a joke and I kind of just like fumbled that. <laughs> I was going to say, and it was an Oscar nominated movie, but no. Uh, imagine though imagine this in disney's catalog being oscar nominated that would be hilarious that'd be so that'd be so funny but she did manage to win a teen choice award a kids choice award and i think she was nominated for an mtv movie award as well for this so bravo hillary duff um but yeah um let's drop the intro and then we'll we'll come back and we'll gab a little bit more about the movie Welcome back from the little jam session that is our intro. 
Um, I have been fiddling around with the intro, so if you guys hear a different intro in the last episode, I was testing the waters. <laughs> I don't know. what well, we may switch back and forth. Who knows? This the podcast is called Thought Bubbles, which means thoughts are always bubbling. So you never know what can happen. Um so this movie. How long has it been since you personally have seen it? Um, the last time that I remember seeing it, and like, granted, my memory is absolute shit, y'all. Just letting you know. Um, <laughs> but like, the last time that I distinctly remember watching it, I was still in elementary school because I remember oh. being at my best friend's house the last time I saw it, and it was. I remember the house. I remember what we were doing and like the fact that we were reenacting like the whole freaking movie. So it's <laughs> been a really long time, but I still like every time anyone says, Hey now, like immediately my brain goes, Hey now, like it's yeah. been, it's ingrained <laughs> in my brain because I watched it exactly. so much when it did come out. Yep. Yep. This is, this is just one of those movies that, you know, First of all, it's easily quotable. Oh, yeah. It's it, like it just carries this like sense of like iconic. It, it was such like a, a thing of the 2000s, but I feel like it carries over nicely. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like a movie that just like belonged in 2003. Like it feels like something you watch now and just be like, OK, yeah. I, like, I, of course, the premise is incredibly stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I like so fucking dumb like when i was watching it i was like come on but um it's just so fun and charming and then you can just like especially like if you grew up with the show if you knew even who hillary duff was like yeah hillary duff is like that golden child of disney who Mm -hmm. still to this day this woman must be protected at all costs because oh, she is for a real though, treasure. She is a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> like God, and not not only did she have this, she had you know Casper meets Wendy, which every millennial knows. Casper meets Wendy. Yes. Um. Then when she got older, she did Younger, which is a really good show that's on tv land and mm-hmm. then she did the spinoff of how i met your mother how i met your father mm-hmm. so and then now they're gonna actually bring back lizzie mcguire for like a kind of like an iCarly kind of thing where they're older yeah kind of doing their thing so i am excited to see what they're gonna do there because they're bringing I am too. the entire cast back <laughs> so that's gonna be very exciting yeah um when okay the the moment the movie opens, yeah, like it's first of all, like I was always confused by like what Matt's purpose was for being in the movie because literally all he did was just like film her and then be annoying. <laughs> I mean, he's being typical brother self. Typical brother self, and I was just yeah. Like, okay. Rewatching it now, I was just like I. I get it because they carried it on from the show because he was always so yeah. fucking annoying in the show. It was like, it was like even Stevens, like Shia LaBeouf would get on my fucking. Well, yeah. Show. 
<laughs> he drove me insane. And I mean, just from those opening shots of her singing The Tide is High in her bedroom. Uh-huh. God only knows how many times friends and I have recreated that scene and danced around in our rooms and had fun and just like it like that song is so good and what's also really funny about that song is for those of you um little youngins that don't know uh the song was initially made by blondie by Mm -hmm. a very very popular group in the 70s and 80s called blondie and that was their original song this version was by a uk girl band called atomic kitten which this gained like high 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 notoriety because of this movie Mm -hmm. and then being played so heavily on radio disney oh yeah so yeah radio disney disney channel like i saw i saw the music video for that song so many damn times (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that I think it's like burned in my brain that I just remember it like bit by bit. Um, but I do like the um, what I like is like the overall aesthetic of Lizzie's character. I like how she's very. It it is very like coming of age kind of. Oh yeah, going for it, and that's what I really like, and that's that's where I feel like this this character the story arc the just the whole development of her in general carries over very well and it doesn't just like sit in the past like some kind of like outdated thing yeah um but like she's very charismatic she's very charming it's it's just you know it's it's a teen girl trying to trying to live her life trying to trying to navigate the world and it's Especially when you're in middle school, that oh my god! Those yeah, years. honestly, like middle school is kind of the worst. It it really is. <laughs> it's, like that, it's like that weird transition from like being a child to being a teenager. Yeah. And because then after those three years through middle school, then you're a high schooler, and then you're like officially a teenager, teenager, and it's. It's it's tricky to get through all that because you got to deal with like not only your own personal growth, your own stuff, your body changing, all that stuff. You mm-hmm. you got to deal with other people's bullshit, <laughs> right? And coming from a girl, girls in middle school are fucking the meanest. It's because we're all going through those changes together, and we just become absolute assholes to each other. It's, like, insane that, like, all the girls make it out of middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's just, like, you know, like, they know. They do. That something's going on, but they have to take out that pain on someone. (laughs) Yeah, Bessie is, like, we got to take it out on each other, apparently. Like, can we stop that? Can that not be a thing? (laughs) Exactly. Like, Women supporting women. Come on. <laughs> I know. Start this at an early age, y'all. Let's change. Let's change this whole thing. <laughs> God, I know. Like, don't don't bully your don't bully your next door neighbor who's like a girl. Like, just let her be. Just, be friends just, with her. Exactly. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm drinking water. But um, 
Um, and then uh, after the graduation scene, which I God cluts. I just like the amount of like secondhand embarrassment I get at that scene because I'm also like I would be that clumsy person. I am so glad that I never had to give a speech. I would have died. Same, same. Like I got so nervous doing book reports. Right. I would get so awkward that I would have to like either close my eyes or look away. Mm Hmm. And I can never look in the eyes of like people who are you know and and it's not like they have a choice it's you're up there so like they yeah have to look at you <laughs> i know so that's what makes it even more like pressuring and awkward but it's just like trying to build that momentum and keep your speech pattern going properly not stutter and not lose your train of thought of what you're supposed to be talking about Oof. <laughs> I can yeah, barely do like, that without it being like a speech. Sometimes I'm just like at work having to talk to somebody and all of a sudden like I lose like my words. I'm just like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> like if I I've can talk, that. I'd be great. <laughs> I've done that. Sometimes I like me, me personally, like I've, uh, my volume control <laughs> will go down. Yeah. So, like I'll be talking and then I'll kind of like either lose my train of thought or like forget what words I'm about to use. And it's like, all of a sudden uh-huh. I start whispering. Like, I don't need you to know that I just fucked this up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then they're just like, wait, what was that? And then all of a sudden I I gather my words and I'm just like, okay, (laughs) you didn't hear what I said. So great. Now I can can correct myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, I totally agree. Secondhand embarrassment from that scene alone. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. The fact that everyone saw it. And not only did everyone see it, Matt recorded it and sent it to Good Morning America. Like the fact that that got onto Good Morning America. Like, oh my God. I was like, what kind of bullshit was that? Right? And then he sent, he sent it to someone else too. What was it, CNN? Yeah, like he basically sent it to like any news source that he hoped would like put it on. I'm like, well, first of all, you know, I mean, I I doubt that would ever really happen, but no, it's it's just the the fear. Mm-hmm. If you like ever embarrass yourself, the fear of like, it's almost like a its own metaphor for like the fear of that getting out. Yeah, and like every not only like a small group of people that just witnessed it in person, but like the majority of people in the country witnessing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like for I, it to get that public would just, I would never leave my house. Oh yeah. No. Just cause yeah, of yeah. A, like the embarrassment alone. And of course people noticing you and then like probably mimicking like what happened, that kind of a deal that would just suck. Yeah. Yes. And especially young people because young people are assholes like that. Mm-hmm. They would do that. They would oh, yeah. reenact the entire thing. They would, uh, yeah. That scene was a little tough. That was a little tough to, <laughs> to watch because I was just like, the moment she got up there to speak on the mic, I was like, oh my god, this is oh this is yeah, already so awkward, so awkward. 
But moving on, then we get Miss Ungermeyer, who <laughs> is played by the very, very iconic Alex Borstein, who, for <laughs> anyone who doesn't know who Alex Borstein is, she has been on Mad TV. Um, she played Miss Swan on Mad TV, who was a very interesting character now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> very interesting choice. Uh, but at the time, it was very funny. And then mm-hmm. she's best known for playing Lois Griffin on Family Guy. And then uh, Susie Meyerson in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I love her to death. I think she's funny. She's also a stand-up comedian. I just watched one of her comedy specials the other day. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. She is really funny. And she's just like, she's so like, and I feel like she's that way in person too, kind of like an Ungermeyer where she's very like tough as nails, kind of like yeah, one of, one of the boys kind of thing. So I I appreciate <laughs> the little blossoming relationship between her and Sergey. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. I loved that. I was just like, yes, yes, girl, you get it. You get that big man. Because <laughs> <laughs> that man was like, God only knows how tall that man was. He's taller than me. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, her being so tiny, like the contrast between the two is so like just funny in that way. But yeah. it's also like this really big stoic man is obviously really attracted to this very like fiery tiny woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was like, oh, she has spice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh so not only do we meet her, she is the future principal of their high school. Which, good lord, I'd be scared if that was my principal. I, yeah, I'd be terrified <laughs> to have her as my high school principal. I'd be like, there ain't no way I'm getting in trouble. Like, oh. absolutely zero, zero percent. Like, the fact that he, even later on in the movie when Gordo covered up for for Lizzie saying that he was the one sneaking out and she was just like well I'm sending you home like I'm literally pa- like you pack your bags and you're going from Rome back to the US right <laughs> like, I was like oh like you just got kicked off of a trip in another country <laughs> right for doing something very minor <laughs> so I was like oh god I can-, I can already imagine doing something in school with her Mm-mm. Yeah. oh hell no because I remember, but also like the fact that this is a middle school trip that she's like, I'm gonna take all these new freshmen onto this trip. And granted, it's not obviously like their entire class. It looks it they like split up into two groups, and it's like part of the group can do this, the other part of the group can do that. Yeah, like why are you taking this group by yourself? Like that makes zero sense to me. <laughs> that is true. That is actually like, very true. They took what, like, it's sixteen kids to one adult. To yeah, literally <laughs> sixteen, 16 to one. Like, where does that even make sense? They don't even do that in actual like classes. Whenever kids are like that young, they usually have like split in half or some crap. Yeah, it's just like what? No way, and especially a trip like in another country. Like you would have exactly at least, at like, least two or three. Yeah. Two. 
Like, we went to freaking Disney World as a school trip and like, for seventh grade. And the amount of parents that were still there, plus our teacher, plus us, like, it was ridiculous. There were so many freaking people that went on this thing. They were like, oh, no, we're not letting just you take our children. Like, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, even when I was in middle school, like, I remember us going to the California Science Center. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up going to the La Brea Tar Pits right after. Yeah. And it's, I think it was, it was my science teacher two parents the ta and then someone else some yeah. some i forgot who who it was but it was like someone who was like in college but like training to be like an ra or whatever or okay two. so there was a lot of people there and i think there was only like 20 kids <laughs> and i was just like oh wow okay yeah so like you you could not get away with shit like they knew exactly where you were oh yeah like there was no running off like the parents were always around and able to see us because like the scene whenever they're like walking away from the treasure fountain and she walks away from gordo and lizzie and i'm just like um you're just gonna leave them behind you're not even gonna do like a like a head check nothing you're just walking away where the fuck do you think you're going (laughs) <laughs> and then the moment that they uh but when she met paolo and they were like in the little shop or whatever yeah they were at the what was it, was like, it like a cheese what was it yeah the cheese wheel like gelato. how did she miss all of that like uh, you missed I that know. whole interaction between all of them freaking out about her and paolo together and then the cheese wheel and all this other crap and i'm just like you're supposed to be like super observant, never gonna let anything happen to these kids. You are missing a huge thing happening like right behind you. Like turn around. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, she literally had her like she had to sign like two autographs. She got like her picture yeah. taken. And then the cheese wheel came out of nowhere. I was just like, oh uh huh. And just I never mind like, like the screaming fucking people. Like you wouldn't turn around to see what that was about. Yeah, exactly. She's she and then she busy. like comes over there. She freaking sees Paolo, and then like just brushes him off. Like ah, he's just some dude talking to like my student, my <laughs> freaking like fourteen year old student. Exactly. <laughs> I I okay. We we gotta address Paolo. Can we address the age gap? Can we address it? <laughs> Okay, that's that's actually a good a good point. So I want to address that too. Okay. Um, how old do we assume he probably was supposed to be in the movie? So they said that he's seventeen. Okay, so he's seventeen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I thought he for some reason I thought he was older. I don't know why. No. Yeah. Like she says that he's seventeen. Okay. Okay, so the actor, who is played by Yanni Gelman, who most people will probably recognize him from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, that's exactly what I recognize him from. (laughs) He's bad in that too, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. He, the actor was actually, I believe, 17 also at the time. Okay, that's, that's X. So not, not too bad. I honestly 
thought he was a little bit older. I did not hear that line about him being 17. So I was like watching this and I'm like, "Er, creeper alert, creeper alert. (laughs) Yeah, it's whenever um, she like goes back to Gordo to like explain everything that happened and stuff. Also, Gordo, let's hold on. Age gap here. The only thing I find weird is the fact that like he's 17, probably going on 18. Like, sir. It's a little odd. Like, I get that the whole, like, freshman, senior thing can happen. It's still fucking weird. Especially in yeah. another country weird. Like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Like, just... I, I, I just gotta address, like, his whole aesthetic. Like, even before we find out, he's a complete and total douchebag. Oh, yeah. I could like, not stand this man. No! <laughs> And like, she's just like, oh, now. Italian singer. And I'm just like, also a douche canoe. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, just like, not... what do you find so exciting? Yeah, I was but like, no, fucking so Gordo cool. over here, though, is just like, oh, you wanted an adventure, here you go. And I'm just like, you're not gonna tell her to like not go off with some random stranger I that know, none of y'all I know. know. I was so mad because he's just like, oh, you wanted to go have adventures together. Well, you're the first one to have one, and I was just like, in a way, that's very sweet. And I appreciate you, Gordo, but, like, come on. This is a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah, like, reel it back in. Reel it back in. Don't don't be so free, free spirit. Right? <laughs> You're in another country. Right? And, like, maybe my brain is just, like, these are children. And, like, this is not the type of adventure that children should be going on. Like, sure, if this was, like, your college trip. Like you're studying abroad and you're like with your friends that decided to go study abroad with you. And it's like, oh my gosh, this amazing Italian man found me. And I would be like, get some, do it, keep your phone to where I can see where you are, but do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but not it's a 14 like... year old. That's fucking weird. <laughs> no, yeah, no. And especially before like our time, like where we didn't have like tracking stuff like that. Yeah, like send me your you location. Probably... That did not exist. <laughs> Nope, she probably still had one of those like little Nokia, just like yeah, <laughs> like maybe possibly like a decent flip phone, but not even maybe. like that good. Like, may- there's possibly still an antenna attached to that thing. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> like this like judging still- by the fact that one of them was still listening to a CD player, and then like some yeah. of the little like recording cameras that they had were pretty fucking dated. So yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was just like, ooh, the technology. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah. So Gordo, I, you may be best friend, but you are slightly a bad friend. He's slightly a bad friend. And I'm just like, I, okay. And at the end of the movie, and I know I'm jumping around a lot, but like at the end That's of okay. the movie, I I know they, they shared the kiss, which was like the big moment. Because if you yeah. watch it, that was just like yes they finally like had a kiss like you know they've been having this connection for so long uh-huh i felt like it was so overdue <laughs> after this oh. whole adventure she went on through this movie yeah I well like, i find it so it. nuts that like and maybe it's be- i haven't just haven't seen the show in a while but i always thought there was like this whole unspoken like gordo knew that he had a thing for Lizzie and like that was always a thing but why is it whenever um oh frick what's his name surfer boy I can never think of his name oh um oh shit the one he shared the room with right 
Yeah. Like, he points it out. He's like, oh, you feel this way about her. And he's like, no. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, sir, no, that's not right. Like, I'm pretty sure you knew you had a thing for her. Why are you just letting this happen? Exactly. I'm like, come on. Don't don't be so oblivious. Like, Right. And don't don't try to play the coy card now. All of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's very weird. <laughs> I do... One thing I do also appreciate was I do I do like the fact that they brought in the side characters too, like Ethan and her yeah, rival. like yes. I, I liked having her rival there, even though her rival's kind of a bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was a little confused with, with. the scene when she uh, covered for her. Well, it's because she um, like. She had said that she, like, wanted to basically, like, live vicariously in this situation. Oh, that's true. That is. But true. again, I'm sorry. Like, no, like, girl that age would be okay with that. She would 100% throw her under the bus if this were real life. Yeah. yeah like, there's no living vicariously unless there's something in it for me. Oh, there's not? Okay. Hey, teacher. yeah see that's that's where it was kind of like taking me out a little bit because i was yeah because i'm like there's that shit ain't real i'm 100 percent like i would be that bitch to be like fuck you like i'm totally telling on you exactly it's like i came here to have my own kind of fun and you're the one that's having fun exactly and you know, it was just like, and they didn't really touch any more on that either. Like they no. just kind of like it just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and then she they saw the magazine, and then like Kate's over there like fangirling over the magazine, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like she's just like, oh, I'll sneak you out, uh, da, 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 da. and then that was it. And then like they didn't like, have any I'll real, like other interaction. Like I'll help you sneak out. All of a sudden we're best friends, and oh, you're not gonna find Gordo, and goes up to the front desk with her, and it's just like yeah, they touch on the fact that they used to be best friends until she became popular, but then all of a sudden it's just like oh, we're away from all of my shitty friends. Which, okay, maybe that is that does kind of track. I'm away from my shitty friends, so I'm not gonna be shitty. That, oh, that does okay. yeah. Never mind. Yeah. It all comes together. It all makes sense it, now. It all it all comes that. together. Full circle, guys. We just realized the full circle moment. The full circle. Her shitty friends aren't there, therefore she's not shitty. It's all about influence. It really is. It it really is, honestly. Especially at that age. Yeah. I mean, at any fucking age. Like, come on. Like, whoever you surround yourself with, y'all be careful. That shit leaks into you, too. Surround it yourself really with does. shitty people, you're going to be shitty. Surround yourself with good people, you're going to be good. Like, I feel like that's such, like, a true statement. Because we're all very, like, we all are easily influenced, okay? This is why freaking advertising works so well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're like little it's sponges. Like, it's like, hey, we're going to come back with the with the full circle Josie and the Pussycats moment. Subliminal message. Subliminal message. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now we gotta talk about the um, the awards, the award yeah, show. Yes. So meeting God. meeting Hillary Duff slash Isabella. Yes. <laughs> uh, AKA Hillary Duff with uh, 
brown hair and a really, really bad Italian accent. <laughs> oh my God, right. <laughs> um, I actually do like what she was doing with that character because she was very, even though that I could get, I was able to get past the accent because uh-huh. she, it's almost like she created a whole separate character. And she yeah. leaned into that. Like she leaned into that. Like Isabella is like super sassy. And I like I you can see the contrast between the two. So I was yeah. just like, okay. That's how you know Hillary Duff is actually very talented. No matter yeah. what people would say back in the day. <laughs> because people would come after her. I remember that. And people will be like, especially like around the time that this came out and like a Cinderella mm-hmm. story, they were just like, oh my God, she's such a bad actress, but she's a good singer <laughs> and she's a nice person. Yeah. And I'm just like, I always thought she was a fine actor. Like she, you know, yeah, she like, that's the thing. for what like she's in and stuff, like it made, like she's good at it. It's Granted, good. I will yeah. say, so I've been watching How I Met Your Father. And a lot of it, I'm sure, is just the fact that I love How I Met Your Mother and the comparison is really hard not to, like, be made from the two shows. Right. But she is a little stuck in the Disney cringy, like, vibes that I'm like, okay, okay, you're an adult now. You can do adult things. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's like they, they, she tried? Yeah. She can't sell it very well. Yeah, it's hard for her because she's like she has such a that good girl image. Yeah, that I that's really hard to shed. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to shed, and she's like no offense to everybody else, but she's you know one of those that hasn't you know fallen off the deep end. Oh yeah, like she's one of the few like Disney stars that's still like. Pretty much came out of it unscathed. Yeah. For the, like, literally. the most part, when it comes to just like image that came out of it. So she is precious and we love her. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I absolutely adore her. Like, I think she's probably like one of the sweetest people. Oh, I um, follow her on Instagram. I love her Instagram. Same. <laughs> her and her, like, her babies are so pretty. They are. They are. Like, they made some pretty kids. (laughs) And I figured, because, I mean, look at her husband. Look at her. That's very true. Yeah, like, it it was bound to happen. Yeah. They were going to bless the world with with more beautiful people. (laughs) But, um, so back to the movie. The, Mm -hmm. the award show, when they were doing the rehearsal. Yes. (laughs) When he was telling her to lip sync. And yeah he was just like oh i don't lip sync i was just like whoever is singing this man's part maybe it sounded good back then but it sure as hell didn't, does not sound good now <laughs> i mean like oof. i didn't mind it oh, like it really? sounds like a freaking like a younger dude like singing it gives sure. me very much like boy band vibes that's true that's true. It does. It does actually give boy band vibes. I don't know. I feel like it was just like maybe it was me. I don't know. It was just like super pitchy. And which is interesting considering it's auto tuned. <laughs> it, it, like you, it's heavily auto tuned. Like you could. Oh, tell. extremely. 
And then the way like he was lip syncing, like no offense to Yanni Gilman, but the way he was like trying to lip sync the words, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this ain't this ain't matching up, homie. <laughs> I was just like, it just doesn't it doesn't look right. It doesn't sound right to me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But um uh jumping forward back to the awards when she and Isabella were doing that duet at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was actually Hillary and Haley. Oh yeah, I did know that that that's her sister singing voice. And I completely so, forget that her sister sang too. Just throwing that out there. But yes, continue. I always <laughs> did too. I always did too. Like I never really hear much about Haley, but I. What did I saw her in a movie once, and I remember what movie it was. Oh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh my god, I forgot she was in that. Yeah, she played um oh god, the mean girl. Let me pop it. Yeah, what I cannot think of her name. But yeah, she was in that. That's freaking wild. Yeah, like it it's so weird to know that, but um yeah, when I was listening to the song now, I was just like, Yeah, you can hear like the pitch changes. Mm-hmm. I like how they did that. And they made it to where it was like Isabella was a completely different voice. Yeah, instead of having, like, the same exact, yeah. Because, I mean, you could tell it in the rehearsal scene whenever he's like, oh, you can sing with it, too. It'll help you, like, lip sync it better. You can tell the differences in it. Yeah. But you can also tell that they're sisters because I was just like, the voices are very, like, similar in their own way, but the tones are different. Yeah. Yeah. um, Haley's more of, like, a, I don't want to say, like, rough, but she's a little more of, like, a, like, a deeper tone i guess you can say yeah but i say she has a deeper tone she's kind of like she i would say that she's like an alto one so she has like some soprano tones and stuff in it but she's more of like the deeper sound versus hillary who is definitely more soprano higher pitches are more her thing yeah yeah and we all know that because we all we all love hillary duff as a singer as well because she has created some of the most iconic freaking music oh i know i literally after watching this i realized that i don't have any of it anymore on since i've like changed music streaming stuff and i'm like oh i'm gonna have to go back and dive down and put it on like my nostalgia little playlist that i have and add her on there (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what i did too because i have like a whole playlist too of like 2000s mixes and whatnot and yeah yeah so good so good. I have the soundtrack to this movie in there too. Nice. <laughs> ever since they put it on streaming, thank you, Disney, for finally putting it on streaming because you heard the millennials wanted it. We needed it. We literally needed it. The amount of times that, like you mentioned before, when someone would say, hey, now, and mm-hmm. we would immediately think of that song. Yeah. Shit, like that was the clue. <laughs> <laughs> that was the clue that they needed. That was it. It's a, it's a meme, but it's like a a feel good meme, <laughs> right? Um, but I will say, here's the thing: like I I like having the separate characters have um, the two sisters' voices. I wasn't yeah. really too fond of. I, I guess maybe Hillary couldn't really hit those certain notes or something, <laughs> but they were mixing it a lot. So I noticed mm. that there was like moments where like she would be singing and you would hear Hillary's voice come in and then it would like 
go into Haley and they would go back and forth. And I was like, yeah, I was listening to it in the movie and I was just like, why did they do that? <laughs> I was just like, because I know she can sing. So I'm just like, what? <laughs> just let her do it. Yeah, there was never a lot of harmony between the two of them. Yeah, it was it was a little interesting how they did it. It was a little interesting yeah. how they did it. Um, and then, of course, also another funny thing is that shot. Okay, so there's that shot when she. Um, I don't know how to say what she was doing, but she was like kind of like dancing, but she was like feeling herself and the spotlights mm-hmm. on her. But you just see her from behind. Yeah. That wasn't even Hillary Duff. That was a stunt person. Oh, really? <laughs> yes they filmed that on the last day and they realized they needed to get another shot so hillary had already left and they got a uh-huh. separate, <laughs> they got a stunt person to come in and they put her put her in a wig same dress and then that was it oh that's so funny and i was and it, like i never really thought about that but when i looked up like a lot of info about it they were just like yeah it was like a last minute thing that the director wanted and he wanted to make it look like it was like a grand gesture kind of thing. Yeah. Like she was, re- she really hit it, you know? Yeah. And she like, she got that confidence, man. <laughs> she got that confidence. And then I was like, well, I mean, it works. <laughs> yeah. It works. It was nicely edited. Um, but uh, one thing I wanted to go into was a, a, just a little bit of facts. Um, apparently they planned a sequel to the movie oh. and then they were going to plan a second show following Lizzie and everyone in high school uh, see I would have loved that I yes. would have loved that I don't think we needed a second movie I think the movie was fine and I think yeah. having, it, having it in between kind of like, like her middle school adventures or whatever yeah. And then ending it there, doing a movie, and then moving into high school. I think that would have worked better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but they said after the film was released, negotiations fell through because huh. um, Hillary Duff's mother um, stated that Disney thought that they'd be able to bully them into accepting whatever offer they wanted to make. Mm-hmm. And so they said that they walked away from the sequel. And then eventually walked away from, like, creating a franchise. So she was supposed to get a $500,000 bonus if the movie mm-hmm. made $5 million. Oh. And I guess I actually don't know how much this movie made. Let me see. Hold on. So they spent $13 million on it, and it made 42.7 here. And then 56, oh, I mean, 56 worldwide. Yeah. Which, I mean, for a Disney movie, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, especially for something that's based on, like, a TV show, which a lot of oh. stuff was doing back in the day. Yeah. Um, you don't see that very often now, but, I mean, that's that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad for what it was. I do remember seeing this movie opening weekend, so... I did force my mom to take me to go see. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that is just what happened every time. <laughs> uh, well, there's times where she was all for going to go see a movie. <laughs> and then there's times where she was just kind of like, all right. We're I doing guess. this just for you. 
It's like, I guess you just got out of school. You had a long day. You're nine years yeah. old. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go have some fun. But yeah. um, I mean, opening weekend, I managed to make 17 million. So that's also not, that's also not pretty bad. Yeah. Managed to bring its whole budget back in its first weekend. Um. Oh, yeah, it says it right here. Oh, actually, that wasn't even Haley. So it says, if you listen towards the end of the performance of What Dreams Are Made Of, mm-hmm. another woman completely takes over the vocals and sounds nothing like Hillary Duff. Oh. And the woman is Angie Jury, who actually sang the theme song to the show. <laughs> oh, how weird. That is really weird. I'm going to have to like listen to that now. Yeah, I'm wondering if that was also on the soundtrack version. Because, I mean, like, I've listened to the soundtrack version, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Yeah. But I heard it when I was watching the movie. I was like, yeah, that is two completely different people. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that is two completely different voices. But I never would have guessed that. that That's actually kind of cool, though, to bring back the original singer from the theme song. Yeah, that is cool. But yeah, I mean, I was very surprised that this movie holds up as well as it does. I thought I was going to watch it and be like, oh my god, this movie belongs in 2002, 2003. Yeah. But I had a fun time. Like like I said before, is the premise a little dumb? Yes, of course. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you're a fan of the show, if you watch the show you're familiar with the characters or if you just like hillary duff in general you'll find enjoyment in it yeah in any way possible because i mean it is enjoyable it is and i feel like even if you didn't watch the show they did a good job with it that like people who didn't watch it could still get the show because it doesn't really like make any like exact like points at anything from the show or anything like that so you could easily watch this as a standalone if you wanted to that is actually very true yeah it didn't do a lot of like extra stuff that wouldn't have correlated Uh with anything like yeah you had animated lizzie but i feel like she mixed in well enough to where you got yeah because you know in the show she was like her she's her subconscious yeah she was her subconscious so in this, they kind of, like, did that without actually, like, telling you this is what it is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I, I do. I did enjoy this movie. Um, on a scale of one to five, what do you think you give it now? Oh, I think I would probably, as far as, like, Disney Channel movies goes, I'll give it a four. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. It's um it, it felt and what what I like about this movie is it doesn't feel like something that could have that was like a directed video movie. Like it actually felt like a movie. Yeah, they did a good job with it to make it feel like a movie. Like, yeah, obviously you could tell like if this is clearly a kid movie. But like yeah. to me, it could have easily like especially with like the premise of it and everything, it competed up with like Mary Kate Nolson movies. Oh yeah. That is true. That is actually very true. One thing I was actually going to draw a comparison for was that 
I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Monte Carlo with uh, Selena Gomez and Leighton Meester. Ooh, I think I have, but it's, I think I only seen it once, but I do vaguely remember it. For some reason, when, after I watched this movie, that movie came to my head and I feel like that movie stole pretty much the premise of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say you're right. Star. Without being a pop star. <laughs> but yeah. I was just like, I was thinking about it and I was like, I feel like I saw this this premise of this movie again somewhere else. And then I looked right. it up and I was like, it was another Disney Channel person. And then I was like, <laughs> I did some like digging and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, this was the OG. This did it the best way possible because I mean, you and I both have only seen Monte Carlo once. And I could not tell you shit except for the premise was the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all I remember from it. Like, I can very, very vaguely, like, picture outfits from it. And that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do remember some outfits. I do remember some outfits from it. Uh, it was it was a movie that I feel like that's a movie of like 2010. Like I think it came out in 2010. I think that's a movie that just like doesn't feel like it'll age past like 2010. Yeah, it'll pretty much like stay there. <laughs> like, this movie will have... make it out of like I feel like the Hillary Duff mo- or Lizzie McGuire movie is just gonna it's gonna keep making it just because it's one of those like nostalgia things that we'll just like cling to and we'll just yeah. drag it with us through the freaking decade. <laughs> That's true. That is actually very true. Like, you're coming with me. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like a Cinderella story. Like, I think that's oh, yeah. pretty well. Like, is it a little goofy? Yeah, of course, you know. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's a little charming, just romantic comedy. It's it like is. Um, if you guys want to catch the Lizzie McGuire movie, I personally say definitely check it out. Um, oh yeah. Even if even if you've never heard of it, even if you didn't watch the show, even if you didn't grow up with any of it, I still think it's a it's a fun little watch. But you can catch it on yeah. Disney Plus because thank the Lord for Disney Plus. They have it's on there, show. and so is the entire show. If you really just feel like doing the full oh, dive yeah. binge, that's true. Yeah, the entire show is on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. There you go. So everybody's got homework <laughs> to do. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but definitely if you guys want to check it out I would highly recommend it it is a fun little watch um, we will be back next week and um, we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 which is the latest Marvel release yes I will be seeing it this weekend actually oh nice okay so you're so it'll get be some, fresh on the noggin. <laughs> it'll it'll be fresh takes from you and Brianna. And yeah. My my take has been sitting with me for the past week, so keep it to yourself. <laughs> keep it to myself. I'm keeping it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, definitely join us again next week, guys, because we'll be discussing that one. Um and yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will see y'all later. Bye. Bye.